Welcome to another episode of Boss Mama's Mindset. I'm your host, Laura Katanen, CEO and founder of Zello Studio, business and mindset coaching for boss mamas in order to ignite your passions, expand your mind, and elevate your business and life. The goal of this podcast is to get real on topics that make us a little uncomfortable so we can get smarter and more aligned with what is in our minds and souls to have thriving businesses. We hope you enjoy today's episode and please don't forget, leave us a rating and a comment so that we can know exactly what you loved and resonated with the most. Hello, welcome back Lady Boss Mamas to another episode of Boss Mamas Mindset. I'm so excited to share with you today's guest, Sarah Flynn. We met a few years ago at an event in Los Angeles. It was an entrepreneur workshop where Jay Shetty was speaking and we just instantly connected. She is a spiritual transformation coach who focuses on spiritual growth and healing for women to awaken to their divine gifts. And today we're gonna talk all about goddesses and womb healing. Hi, Sarah, welcome. Yay, hi, Laura, and hey, Boss Mamas. I am so excited to be here and have this conversation. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. So when we first met, you were sort of going through your own transformation. I'm curious, you know, share with everyone what prompted your awakening and your spiritual journey. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. So like you shared, we did, we met in Los Angeles at an event and I was definitely in the midst of my own spiritual growth and awakening journey and really trying to discover the truth of who I was and my, my main purpose for being here, which, which is what took me to LA and to pinpoint what prompted my spiritual awakening. It had to be the breakdown of my 11 year relationship. Um, I kind of reached this point in my life where I was 28 so I was soon approaching 30. I think age plays a big factor in things as well. And I kind of took stock of my life at that point. And I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm 28. I've been in this relationship for 11 years. I don't really feel like there's been any growth. I don't really feel like I know who I am. I feel as though there's a version of me inside that wants to come out, but I have, I have no idea who she is because the life that I'm living the relationship that I am in, the friends that I am entertaining, they're all so far away from who I know I truly am inside. So I think in that moment, there was kind of like this shift of, okay, I have nothing else to lose. I might as well turn to faith and start asking for answers because clearly, clearly my logic is not putting me on the right path and where I'm supposed to be. So for the first time ever, I got into spirituality, I got into mindset, I got into meditation with no other intention in the beginning, just simply to make me feel good. I didn't realize it would make me leave my relationship. I didn't realize that I would have a vision to support and help women in the way that I do now. And I didn't realize that my life would shift in such a fast and profound way in the way that it did. And so yeah, to, to paint the picture for you, I was living in Spain, Barcelona at the time. 
um, very removed from my family and friends and quite isolated at the time and had this vision of me showing up, sharing a powerful message and just inspiring and empowering women in some way. And in this vision, the message was that I was to leave my life that I was currently living, that I was to start over and that my rising up would be the story and would be the light and would be the inspiration for other women to follow. But I had to go first. So this meditation one day just completely changed my life. I guess the angels, the goddesses, my guides, and everybody helped me find the strength to leave. And I was kind of on this path ever since. And the reason I was in LA was just, LA was always a dream of mine. Um, but it was also those months that I spent in LA when I met you, Laura, it was, that was me discovering who I truly was. So it gave me the freedom to come away from everything, to come away from everything that felt familiar, to put myself completely in the middle of LA, which is such a huge place and you don't know anyone and you're kind of just finding your way around. And the only thing that I could rely on in LA to, to get me through was, was my faith. I prayed for a gorgeous community of women. I prayed for gorgeous connections. I prayed for soul sisters. I prayed for incredible experiences. And that is how, that is how our paths crossed. And I'm so grateful for that. And I'm also grateful because you introduced me to Marianne Williamson. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have showed up at, what was the theater called again in LA? Oh my gosh, I actually forgot. And then we met those women and became part of this goddess tribe. And it just, it just, it's amazing how it all unraveled. Even Sarah and I experienced a flat tire together. <laughs> and we had a, an amazing gentleman who came along and helped us as well. So even in that moment, we were completely held by the divine. Totally, totally. And um, so it's been an incredible journey. And now we're both in Europe. So only an hour time wise apart, which is phenomenal. And I get to connect with Sarah a lot. In fact, she was just part of, she was a guest expert in Zelo Daily, which is our 30 day dose of wellness, mindset and wellness program. And in there, we talked a lot about um, Sarah's experiences with getting to know her goddesses and her guides. And I'd love for you to share with everyone, you know, what was that like for you? Like, when did you start experiencing that? And when did they start showing up for you? Yeah, sure. So um, in the beginning of my journey, I was purely, you know, meditating and connecting with the universe. That was all that I was comfortable with. I didn't really have a particular source. I didn't really know a lot about spirit guides and the many different energies and goddesses and things that we can tap into. I had no idea about that. So in the beginning, it was just purely universe, you know, give me a sign. And then obviously the deeper you go into your, your journey and the more self-awareness that you have with yourself, I just feel as though it's a real sacred journey getting to know your guides. And once you set the intention that you want to get to know them, on a deeper level, the answers start to come through. So I think I just reached a point in my growth where I was like, 
I'm feeling called to go deeper with my healing. I'm feeling called to go deeper with my awareness. I'm feeling as though there's a, there's another layer that I could strip back and get to, but I'm unsure what that layer is. And actually LA played another pivotal part in my shift and in my growth because it was around about November last year. And last year was an incredibly busy year for me in business. I, took on a lot. I did like three retreats in one year, two events, group programs, one-to-one clients. Like I must've thought I was superwoman, um, taking it all on and it all got done. But what happened, and of course it's all divine, was by November, I reached this burnout phase. And of course, you know, I'd been given for all of the year and not really allowing myself to receive. And so In the space of this burnout, I booked a flight to LA because I was like, I need to gain perspective. I need to get away. I'm going to go away for three weeks. And, you know, LA feels like a second home to me now. So off I went to come back. And it was in the space of this trip in LA where I, I came face to face with a lot of things that I was running from. And that is why I'd been keeping myself so busy because I didn't want to slow down and feel all of the things that I might potentially feel if I stopped. And one of the things that I was running from, which I hadn't told anybody at that time, was that I was having reproductive health challenges and I just didn't want to face it. I've always been healthy. I've never had anything to be concerned about, but I had to face this in LA. It was like it all came crashing down around me. What actually happened, interestingly enough, on that trip was because I always like to look at the spiritual side to absolutely everything, I gave myself the space to not just accept, okay, you're, you're facing reproductive health challenges. So what does this mean? You're manifesting it on some energetic level. What is the root cause? And I really went it all in and wanted this answer and I wasn't going to stop until I got it. So I prayed for the answer. And in that moment, I think I came across somebody on social media who mentioned that she had reproductive health issues and working with dark goddess energy helped her to heal these issues. Now in that moment, my whole world came alive to this idea of goddess energy. And that is probably the first moment that I realized that I could call upon different guides, different goddesses, and they could help me to understand understand and heal certain aspects of myself. So that was very much the journey of getting to know them. Um, And then, yeah, it became... It became more and more evident from then that I had more and more guides that I could tap into. And I started to feel their presence um, because my intention was to connect with them. You know, before we go deeper into that, because I wanna, I wanna ask you so much around that. It's interesting as you shared your story about you were giving more than you were receiving. Funny enough, just like you and I were talking before we started recording, I pulled a card today, right? And the card that was meant for me today, I think was also meant for for this podcast and for you. And it was the goddess of Sedna, which is about 
giving and receiving. Um, she is about infinite supply that you are supplied for today and all of your tomorrows, but it talks a lot about how this supply is a, an energy exchange and you can't just give, you must also receive. And I think a lot of boss mamas and women in general that are listening to this will be able to relate to that. And you know, I think more and more what you and I are advocating and a lot of the wellness movement is advocating is don't wait for that point, that breaking point where you hit the burnout like you did, you know, take control of your wellness and be proactive and learn how to flow with the give and the take now. So anybody listening to this, learn from our experiences, both Sarah and I have experienced burnout. It's not a pretty thing. So whatever you can do today to really take care of yourself and really find 10, 15 minutes a day to get back that energy and to give to yourself and receive what you need is super important to your growth as an individual, but also to how you can give and show up effectively as a mom, as a woman, a partner, a wife, a colleague, or an entrepreneur and a CEO, whatever it is. So important. So important. I think one of the, the, the top signs as well, if you are fast approaching burnout, is if you, if you recognize in yourself that all you keep saying is that you're too busy or that you can't take this anymore. I mean, they're literally the signs where you're, you're on the fast track to burnout. And if you are wearing that busy badge of honor, really, really question and ask yourself, you know, uh, what can you what can you release and let go of so that you can prioritize yourself? Because we should never be too, too busy to prioritize ourselves and our wellness, but it happens. It happens, but just be aware of it and bring it back. Absolutely. So we, you talked a lot about um, reproductive challenges mm -hmm. and I know many women um, that are maybe listening out there, maybe they have a child, maybe they're still waiting for a child, or maybe they're wanting another two or three, whatever it is. It is a, it is a very delicate subject, you know? It's, um, I mean, I experienced a miscarriage between Aiden and Riley, and that's what led me fast to my awakening, um, faster. And I, and I, so I really think it would be so great to shed more light on these goddesses and also, I believe this is what prompted you to really start your journey to womb healing. So share more around all of that, please. Amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's such a huge thing. And honestly, we could talk about it for days and days. But really, I think going back to that pinnacle moment in LA, the awakening there for me, once I realized that there was a connection to the reproductive health challenges that I was faced with alongside um, dark goddess energy that I could work with to help me heal it. What that really showed me was that I'd been living with so much fear and pain stored in my womb space that I was unconscious and unaware of throughout my whole life. And I think we all go around unconscious and unaware of this because it's not your casual thing that we're educated on. So of course that whole rabbit hole opened up and I was just deep in this world of womb healing and womb awakening and realizing that a lot of the pain and trauma that I had gone through previously 
in my life because my, my relationship was quite chaotic and quite dysfunctional. I realized that just because I had ended that relationship and gone off and started a new life didn't mean that the pain and trauma had actually left my body. It was well and truly there and it was energy that was just, you know, bubbling away beneath the surface, if you will. And then I got deeper into it and started to learn that not only could I be carrying and holding the pain and trauma of my own life experience, but also that I can be carrying the pain and trauma of seven generations back from the women of my maternal lineage. And I knew that my mum had had a very painful and traumatic upbringing. I knew that my grandmother had had a very painful and traumatic life. So it didn't take me long to kind of be like flawed at the amount of potential pain and trauma that I was storing then in my womb, which was becoming a direct manifestation of the reproductive health challenges that I was faced with. So that's kind of how the path of womb healing and womb awakening opened up for me. What I then learned was all things divine feminine prior to this womb awakening that I experienced. What I didn't realize was I was living very much in my masculine and you'll probably resonate with this and your listeners will probably resonate with this, that, you know, society up until this point has been a very masculine, structured, disciplined, like, place systemized and it doesn't cater yet I do believe we're going to move towards it but it doesn't cater right now to the divine feminine flow and nurture and needs and so in my business and I'm sure everybody listening will resonate at some point you get caught up in the hustle mentality and at some point we become women who are successful yes but we've become successful because we we just kind of embodied what the men did to create their success. And so that's where the burnout was coming in for me was, yeah, you've created a very successful business. Yeah, you're helping a lot of people and you're making huge impact, but you're doing it in a way that is very like logical and systemized. And I wasn't giving myself that space for reflection or nurture or self-care or receiving. So the whole womb awakening for me was that realization of, wow, there's a lot of women out there who are really achieving a lot in life, but they're achieving it in a masculine way to the detriment of their own health and their own, own well-being. So I had to strip back and really release all behaviors that I had kind of imitated or took on from watching men in my life because they were a huge factor for me. I had to relearn all things like wounded feminine, divine feminine, wounded masculine, divine masculine. And then I had to go on this deeply transformational and healing journey to release all stored fear and pain in my womb, which meant going back to experiences that I had just suppressed and pushed down and didn't want to deal with from my past. And I had to go back and I had to face those and I had to shine a light on those and I had to reach a place of forgiveness and acceptance with those in order to release, heal and let go. So that is where, that is where I started to call upon the goddesses for support 
And the reason I did this was because one, I knew that energetically they can help shift and, and bring things to the surface that I needed to heal that maybe my unconscious had buried deep. But also, I didn't really have in my life any experiences of divine feminine power and energy. I realized that a lot of the women in my life were in their wounded feminine as well. So I didn't really have anyone to model off in terms of a divine feminine woman and body and all of her goddess power. And so these goddess archetypes really became my role models and my support and my energetic assistance and, and all of the things. Wow. It's so beautiful. I mean, as you were talking, I was writing things down because it made me think about so much. Um, and I, I really believe what's, it, it's, it's important for people to just briefly understand the difference between the wounded feminine versus divine feminine or you know how you were showing up in your masculine so maybe we could share a little bit more light on what that looks like how would that show up so that people are like oh, i resonate with that okay i never thought about that perhaps being a wounded part of me you know yeah, so how can we shed some light on that for them so i'm going to share with you given that everybody listening is a boss mama I'm going to share from the perspective of what I was doing in my business that was wounded. Um, so the wounded feminine is, is what we talked about a moment, moment ago. She gives and gives and gives and gives, but she doesn't know how to receive. Um, the wounded feminine as well can almost be playing the damsel in distress at the same time. You know, she might look like she's got it all together on the outside, but there's a part of her on the inside that's just still waiting to be saved. It's almost like that Disney princess mentality. Um, and so she can fall into that victim mentality, which I don't feel like I was doing that in my business, but I think where I was letting myself down in business was I was just all give. And the thing that's tricky about Wounded Feminine is she can be very sneaky in the fact that you feel as though you're being pure hearted and kind hearted because you just want to give to everyone and like you just want to impact the world. But the reason the wound of feminine energy can be sneaky is because she's given because she also wants to receive love. She's given because she wants to be accepted. She's given so much because she wants to be loved. And it's because she doesn't know how to give any of those things for herself. So she's seeking the validation. She's seeking the approval. She's unable to trust fully her own intuition. And so she's seeking outside of herself. And I think in business, I was, I recognized myself doing that at that point, because even though business was going amazing, I had a mentor who I relied heavily on. And it was less about me trusting my intuition at that point and more about me trusting the guidance from my mentor. So it's little things like that where I was given the power away outside of myself and I wasn't really stopping at any point to listen to myself and my body. Whereas the divine feminine, not only is she deeply connected to her intuition, which she feels and hears and listens to through her body and through her meditation and, and through her senses. Um, but she's, she doesn't need to give 
in order to receive. She's given from that place of, I've already given everything that I need to myself. I've filled up my own cup and therefore I now have love to give. So she's not given from a place of wanting to be accepted or loved because she already fully accepts, loves and honors and is devoted to herself. So she doesn't need anybody outside of herself to, to give her that. And also a big difference with the wounded and the divine is the wounded feels like she needs to chase things, like she needs to chase opportunities. She needs to work really hard to create clients. The divine feminine is more like I show up in my most, you know, I cultivate my most magnetic energy first and foremost. I, I prioritize my health. I prioritize my wellness. I prioritize my connection to source. I prioritize me. This creates a, a vortex of magnetic energy. And then I show up from this place and I am the light and all things are called into me. So it's a very different place. It's a place where we just no longer show up from a place of non-alignment out of fear that business is going to fall apart or people are going to forget about us. But actually it's aligned or not aligned, the end. And if I'm not aligned, there's, there's no action that's getting taken from this place. So that's kind of the difference there with those. It's so beautiful the way you explain it and share it. Um, I do realize a big part of going through the miscarriage was my wake up call to say, when I had Aiden and I was still hustling and I was still in the wounded feminine and showing up overly masculine, um, you know, I was not, I was not in a great, I wasn't juggling the boss mama life very well. And I think that the mis miscarriage was a wake up call that I was not yet ready. You're not ready yet. You need to still develop and your spirituality and you still need to go through that understanding that you come first. And yes, you can love your children. And yes, you can be a wonderful wife and all of that other stuff, but not from the place you're at right now. And so showing up with Riley, that's why it was so important for me to um, have a baby ceremony the way that I did for Riley um, is to really bring in a different sort of energy and, and really awaken that feminine side that had been dormant for so long, the truly divine feminine. And I believe that's amazing because Riley, I can tell already, I just want to give hope to women out there right now that you, it's never too late to step into this. And when you do the impact on your children and the impact on your life is tremendous, right? So, you know, I can just see already how Riley is going to truly be in her divine feminine. And it's, it's because I was in that process and going through that transformation while she was in my womb. And that healing was happening through me, through her. So imagine the generations going forward that I have impacted as a result of this healing and this process. So it's incredible work. And I was curious what people could expect from a womb workshop or womb healing session. Can you share a bit more around this process? Yeah, of course. So I currently give like womb. So there's a, there's a thing called the 13th rite of the Munai Kai, 
which is a, an ancient lineage of womb wisdom that's been passed down from a lineage of women who freed themselves from suffering um, years and years ago. Now, the 13th rite of the Munaikai is a ceremony that you can go to in person by a facilitator. It's something that you can look for in your hometown um, and you can go and receive that, that wisdom in person. That's something that I facilitate as well here in the UK. But also, I also have created a program where I'm able to facilitate womb awakening um, online and work directly with energy and spirit as well. So it really depends what you feel called to go and experience, whether you feel called to go and receive like an in-person transmission or you're quite comfortable being in the comfort of your own home, especially given life circumstances right now. Um, online seems to be the way to go. But what you can expect is a journey of one connecting to your womb and i think this is huge because a lot of us are walking around disconnected from that lower part of ourselves just because you've had children you still might feel so alienated to your womb you still might never have have had that deep understanding of the power that it beholds and you could still be walking away walking around sorry super disconnected from this inner power of yourself. So what you can expect on a womb awakening journey is that remembrance. I think that's important. That remembrance of this energy, of this universe, of this portal that we hold inside of us that has the capacity to create and birth new life into this world. Like it's just magnificent. I get chills when I say it because I was always that person who was never connected to that part of myself and didn't really see the beauty of it all. Not only do we get to create and birth new life, we get to create and birth new visions. That's why we're entrepreneurs. That's why we're creatives. We're working directly with divinity. We're working directly with source. And so what you can expect on a womb awakening journey is to be reminded that you are the channel that you are the vessel, that you get to be the instrument that brings new life down from source and then creates it and turns it into the physical reality down here on earth. So it's really a huge journey of empowerment. It's really a huge journey of reminding you of your power as a woman, as a channel, as a vessel. But in order for us to have you be the clearest possible channel for source, we have to clear that channel out. So we have to go on the journey of digging into any past pain or any past trauma that will be, because that's where we locate it. We, that's where we store it. We store fear and pain in our womb because we've not been taught that it's a, it's a portal to create and birth new life. So we have to basically go back we have to go back and look at maybe things in childhood that caused you pain. Was there a moment where you had your power taken away from you? Was there a moment where you decided to dim down and that who you truly were was not good enough? Was there a moment where you experienced a toxic relationship or an abusive friendship or an abusive parent, you know, or a chaotic or dysfunctional family home? Like these are all different things that unconsciously to you, you've been kind of just storing this energy over time in your womb. So 
it's really about being courageous enough because it is does take courage like it took me courage it's taken my clients a lot of courage to do it now to go into this space to look at things that potentially you've just wanted to bury deep and, and never deal with bring it up for healing call on you know guidance goddesses for divine assistance one goddess that i work with specifically is Kali Ma and goddess isis they are both dark goddesses who assist in the womb transformation and they especially Kali Ma she stops at nothing to give you your everything so when you are, when you invoke her presence she will show you the truth of absolutely everything and it's going to hurt it's going to hurt internally but it's that ultimate thing of the truth sets you free so first it hurts then we're cracked wide open then we let the light in then we become the clear channel then we become the clear vessel then we remember because you're no longer bogged down by this heavy pain and trauma that you've been carrying around with you you remember the truth of who you are you remember that you're a goddess you remember that you're a channel you remember that your highest divine purpose is to create and birth new life in this physical realm your worthiness is like off the charts you're not gonna take any messing around from anyone ever again you're not gonna have an issue with your boundaries anymore or saying yes when really you mean no you don't need anybody's approval you don't need anybody's validation you're just in a whole different realm of i know who i am i'm i'm choosing to be the goddess i remember my divinity and I remember that my pleasure is my power and I get to lead from that place. Well, I don't know about you ladies listening, but I'm definitely hooked. I'm thinking I need to go, go through one of your sessions. Sarah, it's been so lovely talking to you. As always, you're such an inspiration. I am so grateful for our friendship and I am so excited to share your wisdom with everybody listening thank you so much for being here today thank you laura and thank you to all you gorgeous women listening who are courageously creating and birthing new life through your children and through your visions you're really living out your highest purpose by doing this work oh thank you so much everybody for listening and please let us know in the comments what resonated with you the most and we'll be sure to get back to you. And if you're kind enough, we'd love a rating too. Until the next episode of Boss Mama's Mindset, I'm sending you love, light, and imagination. Talk soon.